Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast. Uh, This is simply a time, if you're new to the podcast, where we just look in the Word of God and see what the Lord has to reveal to us. It's not a, a real, real detailed time. We, we just read the Scripture, sort of do an overview of some things, touch on some details every now and then. We're just trying to get a, a bigger picture of what the Lord is saying to us related to either a portion of the Scripture or topics and things like that. So anyway, we've been going through the Gospel of John of late, and we're in the fourth chapter of John. And today we're drawing to the end of the encounter that Jesus had with a woman at a well, a Samaritan woman at a well. And you can go back and catch the previous episodes. I'm not even sure how many we've done. We've done four, I think, four or five episodes on just this portion of John chapter 4. So you can go back and sort of see what happened. At the end of it here, the woman had gone in to the city and had told the men, said, hey, come out here and see this guy. He's told me everything that I've ever done, which is a rather amazing statement because the only thing that Jesus really said to her was, uh, yeah, you've had five husbands, and the man you're living with right now is not your husband. This you have spoken truly. And so by that statement, she knew that Jesus knew everything about her. So let's pick it up in verse 39, because when she invited the people to do this, they actually turn around and they go out there. So verse 39 says, From that city, many of the Samaritans believed in him. Because of the word of the woman who testified, he told me all the things that I have done. And so the people were believing that. The Samaritans went out to meet him. Verse 40. So when the Samaritans came to Jesus, they were asking him to stay with them. And he stayed there two days. Now, remember, Jesus is a Jew. He's with his disciples who are Jewish. And they're passing through Samaria. Most Jews Jews would not even walk upon the land. They would go the long route around to avoid the region of Samaria. But as I've mentioned several times before, uh, at the beginning of this account in the King James, it said that Jesus must needs go through Samaria. And I believe that is telling us what we learn over later on in John, that Father had told him to go. Jesus was instructed to go, and he went. But not only did he go, not only did he stop to get something to drink and to have a moment to eat, he stayed there two days. That's a big deal, folks. He is hanging out uh, with folks that everybody else had rejected. Verse 41 tells us this, many more believed because of his word. Now, I want you to get close attention to what happens here. Some of them believe because of what the woman had said that Jesus had said to her. In other words, she testified, this man told me everything about myself. And they believed because of that testimony. They believed Jesus because of what they saw in this woman. Now, at what point was this a belief unto salvation? I don't know. I know by the time it's said and done, it was. Okay. But then verse 41 tells us that many believed because of his word. Then 42 sort of brings it all together. And they were saying to the woman, it is no longer because of what you said that we believe. For we have heard for ourselves and know that this one is indeed the Savior of the world. 
I mean, you talk about a proclamation. You talk about just cutting to the chase and what it truly means uh, to be saved, what it truly means to believe and what you believe in. They said, hey, we believed because of what you said, and we came, but then when we heard his word, no longer do we believe just because of what you said, but we have heard, for we ourselves know that this one, and that's speaking of Jesus, is indeed (coughs) the Savior of the world. And I think this is a vivid, vivid picture for us as true believers in the way that we reach out to those of the world. They see, they notice we are to invite them to the Lord, okay? Remember, she invited them to the Lord. She didn't invite them to a worship service. She didn't invite them to a synagogue or a temple or a time on their mount right there in worship. She said, come and see the one. We must invite folks to come and see the one, the one that has transformed us, the one who has changed us, okay? If we do that, people will come. People are resistant to come into the latest religious fad or the latest religious whatever it may be. And I know people of good intention do it all the time. You know, come to my church, come hear this singing, come hear this teaching, come hear this preaching, come experience this fellowship, come experience this special time we're having. I understand. Okay, I do. But I think we're missing the greater point here. People must be invited to the kingdom. So look what happens here. Verse 33, after the two days, he went forth from there into Galilee. So Jesus leaves and he goes into Galilee. Then verse 44 says this, for Jesus himself testified that a prophet has no honor in his own country. So he was born down in Judea, okay? He was raised up in the Galilee region. He was down in Judah and he decided to go back to Galilee because pressure was increasing down Uh, in Jerusalem. So he felt like he was supposed to go north. He goes through Samaria and he experiences a tremendous harvest, okay, a harvest of those that nobody would have ever really thought at that time would be kingdom worthy. And then we have this statement, he's going into Galilee, but a prophet has no honor in his own country. He was rejected, had no honor among his own people, but those who were not his people responded to him quickly. The last verse we're going to look at today is verse 45. So when he came to Galilee, the Galileans received him, having seen all the things that he did in Jerusalem at the feast, for they themselves also went to the feast. So they had been down to the feast that Jesus had been at. They saw what all he had done. They are receiving him now, okay? They're, they're, they're amazed by these wonders and these signs and all this kind of stuff that he's done. But it's receiving the same as believing. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. We'll look as we continue to examine. In the meanwhile, thank you so much for being with me. Again, I'm Dale, and I'll see you next time.